Good morning and welcome to Morning Prayer on Monday morning, Monday the 17th of August. We have no dedications in our church calendar this morning. We do, of course, though, have the website. So the week commencing the 16th of August and on it are the normal uh, bits and pieces and resources following a Sunday. There's the recording which has been uh, trimmed so so you just get the service from yesterday morning so that's the 10 o'clock blended service from youtube uh, on youtube and this includes mark beresford pierce and his uh, sermon which was projected as part of the service so that uh, that works which was a relief there's uh, also the invitations to the eight o'clock complaints either via zoom or via phone and then on the zoom later in the week there will be the service at quarter past nine uh, both in church but can be accessed via zoom bishop john will be taking a service of communion on wednesday morning uh, next week bishop john will also be uh, in charge taking the 10 o'clock service and next week will be a communion service uh, just if it's not already in your diaries four o'clock next saturday will be uh, another service uh, this time available um on youtube and uh, the, the link will be sent out very much near near the time this is the wedding of martin and anna and although it, because of the present situation it's not a service we can all turn up to we are going to show it on uh, youtube and it'll be there for a couple of days so watch that space and remember martin and Anna in uh, your prayers, our prayers. So I think, oh, church is open for uh, private prayer today uh, from, I think Gillian's going to open up this morning about eight and it'll be open until mid to late afternoon. I think that's it. Mm -hmm. uh, we've also got Andrew uh, with us, just helping us out this morning. Anything else, Gillian? No. So I think we are ready to start our week with worship and prayer. O Lord, open our lips. And our mouth shall proclaim your praise. The Lord is full of compassion and mercy. He is slow to anger and of great goodness. He will not always accuse us. Neither will he keep his anger forever. He has not dealt with us according to our sins, nor rewarded us according to our wickedness. For as the heavens are high above the earth, so great is his mercy upon those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he set our sins from us. As a father has compassion on his children, so is the Lord merciful towards those who fear him. For he knows of what we are made. He remembers that we are but dust. Our days are but as grass. We flourish as a flower of the field. For as soon as the wind goes over it, it is gone, and its place shall know it no more. But the merciful goodness of the Lord is from of old, 
and endures forever on those who fear him and his righteousness on children's children on those who keep his covenant and remember his commandments to do them glory to the father and to the son and to the holy spirit as it was in the beginning is now and shall be forever amen and so the night has passed and the day lies open before us let us pray with one heart and one mind as we rejoice in the gift of this new day so may the light of your presence O god set our hearts on fire with love for you now and forever amen, amen. our first psalm is psalm 71 the refrain of the psalm is, O God, be not far from me. O God, be not far from me. In you, O Lord, do I seek refuge. Let me never be put to shame. In your righteousness, deliver me and set me free. Incline your ear to me and save me. Be for me a stronghold to which I may ever resort. Send out to save me, for you are my rock and my fortress. Deliver me, my God, from the hand of the wicked, from the grasp of the evildoer and the oppressor. For you are my hope, O Lord God, my confidence even from my youth. Upon you have I leaned from my birth, when you drew me from my mother's womb. My praise shall be always of you. O God, be not far from me. I have become a portent to many, but you are my refuge and my strength. Let my mouth be full of your praise and your glory all the day long. Do not cast me away in the time of old age. Forsake me not when my strength fails. For my enemies are talking about me and against me, and those who lie in wait for my life take counsel together. They say God has forsaken him. Pursue him and take him, because there is none to deliver him. O God, be not far from me. Come quickly to help me, O God. Let those who are against me be put to shame and disgrace. Let those who seek to do me evil be covered with scorn and reproach. O God, be not far from me. As for me, I will hope continually and will praise you more and more. My mouth shall tell of your righteousness and salvation all the day long, for I know no end of the telling. I will begin with the mighty works of the Lord God. I will recall your righteousness yours alone 
O God, be not far from me. O God, you have taught me since I was young, and to this day I tell of your wonderful works. Forsake me not, O God, when I am old and grey-headed, till I make known your deeds to the next generation, and your power to all that are to come. Your righteousness, O God, reaches to the heavens. In the great things you have done, who is like you, O God? <coughs> what troubles and adversities you have shown me, and yet you will turn and refresh me, and bring me from the deep of the earth again. Increase my honour, turn again, and comfort me. O God, <coughs> be not far from me. Therefore will I praise you upon the harp, for your faithfulness, O my God. I will sing to you with the lyre, O Holy One of Israel. My lips will sing out as I play to you, and so will my soul, which you have redeemed. My tongue also will tell of your righteousness all the day long, for they shall be shamed and disgraced, who sought to do me evil. O God, be not far from me. Faithful Lord, living Saviour, in youth and old age, from the womb to the grave, may we know your protection and may we proclaim your great salvation to the glory of God the Father. Glory <coughs> to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. So we have a reading from 1 Samuel chapter 24. So we're back with Saul and David. When Saul returned from following the Philistines, he was told, David is in the wilderness of Engedi. Then Saul took 3,000 chosen men out of all Israel and went to look for David and his men in the direction of the rocks of the wild goats. He came to the sheepfolds beside the road where there was a cave and Saul went in to relieve himself. Now David and his men were sitting in the innermost parts of the cave. The men of David said to him, Here is the day of which the Lord said to you, I will give your enemy into your hand, and you shall do to him as it seems good to you. Then David went and stealthily cut off a corner of Saul's cloak. Afterwards David was stricken to the heart because he had cut off a corner of Saul's cloak. He said to his men, The Lord forbid that I should do this to my Lord the Lord's anointed, to raise my hand against him, for he is the Lord's anointed. So David scolded his men severely and did not permit them to attack Saul. Then Saul got up and left the cave and went on his way. Afterwards, David also rose up and went out of the cave and called after Saul, My Lord, the king. 
When Saul looked behind him, David bowed with his face to the ground and did obeisance. David said to Saul, Why do you listen to the words of those who say, David seeks to do you harm? This very day your eyes have seen how the Lord gave you into my hand in the cave, and some urged me to kill you, but I spared you. I said, I will not raise my hand against my Lord, for he is the Lord's anointed. See, my father, see the corner of your cloak in my hand, for by the fact that I cut off the corner of your cloak and did not kill you, you may know for certain that there is no wrong or treason in my hands. I have not sinned against you, though you are hunting me to take my life. May the Lord judge between me and you. May the Lord avenge me on you, but my hand shall not be against you. As the ancient proverb says, out of the wicked comes forth wickedness, but my hand shall not be against you. Against whom has the king of Israel come out? Whom do you pursue? A dead dog? A single flea? May the Lord therefore be judge and give sentence between me and you. May he see to it and plead my curse cause and vindicate me against you. When David had finished speaking these words to Saul, Saul said, Is that your voice, my son David? Saul lifted up his voice and wept. He said to David, You are more righteous than I, for you have repaid me good, whereas I repaid you evil. Today you have explained how you have dealt well with me, in that you did not kill me when the Lord put me into your hands. For whoever found an enemy and sent the enemy safely away. So may the Lord reward you with good for what you have done to me this day. Now I know that you shall surely be king and that the kingdom of Israel shall be established in your hand. Swear to me therefore by the Lord that you will not cut off my descendants after me and that you will not wipe out my name from my father's house. So David swore this to Saul. Then Saul went home, but David and his men went up to the stronghold. All the earth shout and sing for joy, for great in your midst is the Holy One. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and will not be afraid. The Lord God is my strength and my song and has become my salvation. With joy will, you will draw water from the wells of salvation. On that day you will say, Give thanks to the Lord. Call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the nations. Proclaim that his name is exalted. Sing God's praise, who has triumphed gloriously. Let this be known in all the worlds. Shout and sing for joy, you that dwell in Zion, for great in your midst is the Holy One of Israel. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and shall be forever. Amen. All the earth shout and sing for joy, for great in your midst is the Holy One.
The second reading is from the book of Acts, chapter 3, verse 11 to the end. While he clung to Peter and John, all the people ran together to them in the portico called Solomon's portico, utterly astonished. When Peter saw it, he addressed the people, You Israelites, why do you wonder at this? Or why do you stare at us as though by our own power or piety we had made him walk? The God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, the God of our ancestors has glorified his servant Jesus, whom you handed over and rejected in the presence of Pilate, though he had decided to release him. But you rejected the Holy and Righteous One and asked, asked to have a murderer given to you. And you killed the author of life, whom God raised from the dead. To this we are witnesses, and by faith in his name, his name itself has made this man strong, whom you see and know, and the faith that is through Jesus has given him this perfect health in the presence of all of you. And now, friends, I know that you acted in ignorance, as did also your rulers. In this way, God fulfilled what he had foretold through all the prophets, that his Messiah would suffer. Repent. Repent, therefore, and turn to God, so that your sins may be wiped out, so that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord, and that he may send the Messiah appointed for you, that is, Jesus, who must remain in heaven until the time of universal restoration that God announced long ago through his holy prophets. Moses said, The Lord your God will raise up for you, from your own people, a prophet like me. You must listen to whatever he tells you, and it will be that everyone who does not listen to that prophet will be utterly rooted out from the people. And all the prophets, as many as have spoken from Samuel and those after him, also predicted these days. You are the descendants of the prophets and of the covenant that God gave to your ancestors, saying to Abraham, and in your descendants, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. When God raised up his servant, he sent him first to you, to bless you by turning each of you from your wicked ways. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and be not wise in your own sight. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and be not wise in your own sight. 
in all your ways acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths trust in the lord with all your heart glory to the father and to the son and to the holy spirit trust in the lord with all your heart and be not wise in your own sight you have set us free to worship you without fear holy and righteous in your sight blessed be the lord the god of israel who has come to his people and set them free he has raised up for us a mighty savior born of the house of his servant david through his holy prophets god promised of old to save us from our enemies from the hands of all that hate us to show mercy to our ancestors and to remember his holy covenant this was the oath god swore to our father abraham to set us free from the hands of our enemies free to worship him without fear holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life and you child shall be called the prophets of the most high for you will go before the lord to prepare his way to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of all their sins in the tender compassion of our god the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and in the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace glory to the father and to the son and to the holy spirit as it was in the beginning is now and shall be forever amen you have set us free to worship you without fear holy and righteous in your sight and so at the start of this week we begin our week in prayer and we begin so in different places in our different homes in our different places around this country and we do so even though we are dispersed still united with each other in prayer and hope and love for our lord and in his love for us and so we give you thanks for the gift of this fresh new day and a fresh new week and we pray that we will not take it for granted but pray that we can put the time which we have been given and blessed with to good purpose not just for the frivolous things but for things which are important which share your love and your grace and your peace and your kindness with all we give thanks for our services in church yesterday we give thanks that all the technology seemed to work reasonably well and so we give thanks that we had people joining in in person dialing in on zoom and then watching later on on youtube as well 
and we give thanks for the creativity of people who have gone before us to allow us to do such things that we could never have imagined doing, perhaps even only a few months ago. And so we give thanks that people are united with each other in worship and in fellowship. We are sad that we cannot get together in person altogether. But we give thanks that in these different ways, we are able to worship you, to hear your word, to say sorry, to be forgiven and to be set up for the week ahead. And so we pray for all the different things happening this week. We pray for the things we know about in our own lives and in the wider world. And we pray for those things that we don't know about yet and pray that we have the courage and confidence and energy and stamina to carry out whatever is put in front of us with grace and love. We continue to pray for students who have received their results this week or last week rather and who are confused, many who are upset and unknowing what next. We pray for staff trying to guide them. We pray for clarity. And we pray too for those who will be receiving their GCSE results on Thursday, for the students and for the staff and for parents and carers. We continue to pray for all the different ways that is being looked at to try and combat this virus. And we pray for our government and advisors, giving thanks to for all those who have kept us going in these last weeks and praying for them now. And today we pray for those who are sad or lonely or confused, those who are finding this time very hard. It is not easy for anyone, but for some who are really struggling, we pray for them today. We pray for those who are on our hearts that we know who are poorly, for their families and their friends. But we pray for those unknown to us, but known only to you. Those who are needing your love and your prayer and your presence. And so this week we give thanks for the communities where we live and work, for our neighbours, for our family and our friends praying especially for those who we haven't seen for some time and for whom it is difficult if we do see them not to be hugging or being closer to them. We pray that today we will be a blessing to others and that you will direct us where we should be, what we should be doing, and how we should be doing it, and shining your light in all those dark places.
Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. Let your merciful ears, O Lord, be open to the prayers of your humble servants. Our prayers now and throughout this day, our prayers spoken and unspoken. And we pray that we may obtain our petitions by making our prayers so that we ask such things as shall please you. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. As we start another week, apart and yet together in worship and prayer, we pray together with confidence as our Saviour has taught us. Our, our Father, Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. The Lord bless us and preserve us from all evil, and keep us in eternal life. Amen. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. <laughs>